Welcome to the Bentonville Beacon, where we bring you success stories from business leaders and owners about their triumphs and growth in the Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas community. You'll hear about how Bentonville has been the backdrop for incredible growth, not only for businesses and their employees, but in their personal lives as well. Tune in, subscribe, and enjoy hearing about Bentonville where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Welcome back to the Bentonville Beacon podcast, where we're sharing stories and advice from the leaders sparking the rise of Bentonville, one of the fastest growing and most dynamic cities in the United States. Hey, I'm your host, James Bell, and I'm thrilled to share the studio today with two women that I admire for their work and education, and of course, for being great human beings as well. Let me introduce you to Dr. Debbie Jones, who is superintendent of Bentonville Schools, and Teresa Hudson who is Director of Ignite Professional Studies, which is a program that provides real relevant learning experiences in collaboration with regional businesses, nonprofits, and industry professionals. Dr. Jones and Teresa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's get this education started. All right. (laughs) Um, It's a pretty simple question. Maybe Dr. Jones, you could go first. And then Teresa, would you each... Tell our audience about yourselves. What what would you like the audience to know? Well, I I think that I'm just so lucky to get to live in Bentonville and work in Bentonville. I learn more about it. It changes all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, it is such an exciting and it's growing and there's always something to do. I think people might be surprised to know about me or I would want them to know is that I'm just a normal person. You know, people always call and say, I know you're so busy. I don't want to take your time, but I welcome nothing more than the conversations and relationships with people from the community. So call me. Wonderful. Hi. Well, I I guess what I would want people to know is really that I've been in education now for 41 years. I'm not really proud of that. That makes me rather old, right? But I'm so proud of the work that I've been able to do over 41 years worked with thousands of students and it is the very best career that anyone could have. And I encourage so many of our young people to really look inside themselves and see if they have those characteristics that empower other people where you can encourage and support other people. And if that's your characteristic, you should really think about teaching, especially if you have a love of a content. So I'm originally from Oklahoma and graduated from Oklahoma State. I've taught in Oklahoma, Texas, and finally made it to God's country, you know, Arkansas. So it's been a beautiful 10 years that I've been able to work here. Wonderful. That's great. You know, folks should really think about education. If if it's not something that's really crossed their minds, I taught for a little bit at, taught in an MBA program and had no idea how much I would actually love it. So I enjoyed it. Taught a little undergrad for a bit too, as both as an adjunct. But uh, anyway, before we jump into our discussion about Bentonville Schools and Ignite, I, I want to set the stage uh, for our audience with some sort of high-level grades or, or rankings. You know, there's a lot of places where you can go and find statistics, school grades, and so on. Uh, one of the tools I like to use is Niche.com, and I like it because there's a level of detail there. And because it's free and it's open to the public and that allows me to share it with others and sort of be transparent, they can make their own comparisons to, uh, to other places. So I, I want them to be able to see that. And I'm going to add this disclaimer, Bentonville Economic Development 
and the Greater Bentonville Area Chamber of Commerce. We're wholly unrelated to Niche.com. We don't have a relationship with them at all. At the time of this recording, we've never been engaged with any discussions or communications with them. I just want to mention Niche.com as my source because I want people to have this independent point of reference. Okay. So audience, I checked out Niche as recently as yesterday to get the latest grades. And here's what I found. First, I checked Bentonville as a city and I, I found our ranking was, I thought it was a little bit low. We were only one of the top 2% of places to live in the United States. But seriously, uh, Bentonville ranked well across the board. And one of the key factors in placemaking, that is uh, one of the key factors for making the place the best place in the world to live, work, and play is, of course, education, starting at K through 12. And so here are the latest grades for Bentonville schools. First, academics, teachers, clubs and activities, sports, and one of my favorite ones, food, each got an A+. Congratulations. Resources and facilities, college prep and administration, each got an A. So nice job again. And the lowest grade, still pretty darn good. It's a B, and that's B as in boy for diversity. So all across the board, Bentonville School scored really well. In fact, I had to backwards calculate the ranking from, from where they listed Bentonville Schools, and Bentonville Schools are ranked in the top 2% in the nation, which I found pretty exciting. And finally, whether you want great teachers or great athletic programs, both are ranked in the top 5% in the nation. So Dr. Jones, seems silly to ask, but how do you feel about these grades and rankings? You know, that is one measure for Nisha's a great place to mm -hmm. look. There's so many other opportunities. I think word of mouth speaks really highly of the school district. Getting to walk in the schools and view kids while they're learning see the interactions between the teachers and the kids. There's nothing that can compare to that, that joy. We are in such an extremely wonderful place because we are able to hire the, the top em we're employees. We pay well within Northwest Arkansas. The community supports its school system mm -hmm. through their taxes very well. And I think we're good money managers within the district. And so most of our budget goes, almost 80% of our budget goes to employee salaries. And that's where the rubber meets the road. They're the most important, just like with Teresa, having mm -hmm. such exceptional leadership in a program, they make it happen. And so our employees, and they don't just do it for the money. Mm -hmm. They do it because they truly love students and they do whatever it takes to get kids proficient as they should, to master the content, to get them to be the very best musicians or the best athletes, whatever that may be. And they're just, because of our size, there are a million different opportunities for kids. At one point, we surveyed just the number of clubs they have at the high school. And we had over 57 different wow. clubs at the high school. But that's aside from all the opportunities. Kids can begin orchestra in the sixth grade. Not many places can do that. When you're in choir at the high school, they do international travel. They compete. We don't compare ourselves against other districts within the state because mm -hmm. of our population, we should outperform the rest of the state. We have a high median income. Our families are well-educated. 
And so we compare ourselves with the other top notch districts that you'll also find in niche niche across the state, United States. And so we, while we're really exceptional, we always try to grow and um, we have some exciting plans for the future as well. Awesome. Well, that's cool. So what are what are some statistics that that you have or, or data points that you have oh, that so might surprise many. our audience? <laughs> How long do you want to be here? Uh, let's start <laughs> with, as you want. <laughs> we just had graduation on Saturday and we graduated BHS and Bentonville West and it was a beautiful day. I had a former mayor text me and say, I've attended a big college graduation this week and I attended BHS and he said, well done. It couldn't have been better. It was exceptional. We had 1,344 graduates between the two schools. We have over 15 million in scholarship money rewarded to our students. We have 20 National Merit Scholars, and I could go on and on. We, one really important statistic, last year in 22, we gave 33 advanced placement exams. And 22 out of those 33 exams, we outscored the global, not the national, but the global average. And so I think that speaks well. We try to compete at that national level, and that's important to us. Yeah, as it should be. What is the secret sauce then behind the strength of Bentonville schools? I mean, you mentioned part of it was the teachers. What What is the secret sauce? That is the secret sauce. We gave the secret away, Um, really hiring the very best. But within every system, you have to have strong systems of operation. And so we've opened 10 new buildings in 11 years. That's not by accident. We have a long range 10 year financial and facilities plan. In our district in the last eight years, you haven't seen trailers to house overflow. We're very regimented in Um, revisiting our growth plan every year, working with the necessary entities to be really successful in that. And so there's a plan for everything. We value security. There's a very Mm -hmm. extensive security plan, Um, but every, there has to be a contingency for everything. This teachers are really successful and that doesn't happen by walking into the classroom and just loving kids. They do that. And that's probably the most important criteria. But behind that really exceptional teacher, there are a lot of systems, behavior systems, a lot of training. And unlike many of the other schools that you could always choose, one factor that makes our teachers really successful is they're experienced. And you can always visit websites and look at the average years of experience. And there's a nice sweet ground for that. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes time to learn the skills to be really effective and successful. And so we'd love to have you stick around forever. I don't care if you have any 41 years or 44 years. You're exceptional in what you do. And so we do hire the best. We want to keep the best. And we're always recruiting. And so as individuals move in with big companies in our area, if they have teachers within the family, if they have administrators within the family, then we like them to reach out to us to have conversations. Absolutely. Come on. You know, I love hearing all this as the dad of a two-year-old. Well, three in June, three coming (laughs) up in June. Uh, You know, we're still a few 
well, not far away not from far. starting right. uh, the education route. And and I love hearing this. I love hearing the opportunities that he's going to have that I frankly did not have. Uh, so it's really exciting. So many, you know, I don't think everyone realizes what a science teaching is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes years of training and constant staying up to date on the training for teachers to be as effective as they can be. And so they're committed. Yeah. Well, Teresa, sorry to keep you on the sidelines so long. One of the uh, important programs in Bentonville schools, of course, is Ignite. Will you talk about that program and what you're looking to achieve with it? This program was designed for juniors and seniors that have are getting ready to make a really important step. Mm -hmm. They're about to graduate. They've been thinking a little bit about what do they want to be when they grow up, right? We asked them that question uh, when they're very young. And so we decided that we really wanted to put in a program that looked very different and that we felt really met the Bentonville community needs. Mm -hmm. So workforce needs, parents needs, family needs, all of those needs. So we began to kind of search around and look and see about a model that might work well in Bentonville. And so Ignite Professional Studies is is where we landed. And um, in that program, we hope to provide college credit for all of our students to do certifications and to have internships. And we feel like that's just a perfect blend of that college career training that we want all of our students to graduate with. And that is what we hope to achieve is that they make better selections of what they want to do after high school and they're able to stick with that. And we feel like this is a good testing ground, saves them hundreds and hundreds of dollars if they decide that it's not a field that they really want to go in. Most students really do pursue these fields that we try to inspire and encourage and network, help them network. And so that is something that most of them will go ahead and, and pursue. But if they don't, it's, it's, we all win from that too. Definitely uh, also a win. I liken that to the whole route of becoming an entrepreneur. Sometimes folks uh, hopefully very early discover that they don't want to do that. Same thing with students. Why waste your time and money doing something that you don't want to pursue? And high school is a great place to get started figuring it out. What sort of uh, college credits and certifications can students get it? Can they get it at night? So we're connected to NWAC, so they're a very valuable partner for us. Mm-hmm. And we do credits that fast forward that just a little bit for them when they go and they pursue some college. So for example, if you were going to be in education, every teacher is going to take introduction to education. So we go ahead and provide that and offer that. And then they might, they'll need to take teaching the exceptional child. And so they take that, uh, but they might be in construction and they're going to take the, an intro to fundamentals of construction or they might be in technology, so they're going to take their first Python class. So each one is tailored to the design of our classes, plus those, we want transferable credits, Mm -hmm. you know, so we're trying to make sure that we're really looking ahead for them and seeing what credits would transfer and how they get associates and then get their bachelor's degrees. So it takes a lot of work. We change it based upon the trends and what's changing, and we keep in close communication with colleges so that we can figure that out what they should be taking. Wow. We wouldn't have enough time to get into it in, in this episode, but it just made me think about when you talk about trends and how quickly trends change as mm-hmm. we've seen this year. Now you have this whole new wave of jobs called prompt engineers who are dealing with regenerative AI, mm-hmm. learning the, the folks who are experts at knowing how to operate regenerative AI. And I can't wait to see sort of where that's going and what comes out of it. 
so I can see y'all having a being on the edge of that as well. Um, what what day does a day look like for an Ignite student? Really, there's multitasking going on. So okay. we train them from the very beginning. You're not going to come in, and we're going to have an assignment for you. Then you're going to practice that, and you're going to then we're going to assess it. You should have multiple things happening at all times, and you've got to learn how to juggle all of those things. So there's college credit going on. There may be passion projects they're working on that really tries to elevate their curiosity. Then we may have, uh, they may be working on their internship a couple of days a week. They, we may have a project we've brought in from clients and they're prepping with their team and getting ready to do a presentation on that. So when you come in to Ignite, there should be fully engaged. There is no downtime because we've given you multiple things to work on. And, but it's all things they love. And so it's easy to engage students when you provide them things that they love to do. Yeah, you bet. Well, I've, I've had the opportunity to have some Ignite interns, I guess, not too long after I, I got here, engaged three students in sort of doing venture scouting in the outdoor recreation space. Actually, I think it was last year, early last year, mm-hmm. because venture scouting is... Not that hard if you're looking for tech companies because you can find those. But a lot of the outdoor recreation companies or maybe, you know, a couple of folks working on something somewhere in Colorado or in Washington State or whatever. And they really dug in and it was neat to get sort of their views on what the future might look like uh, as well. Perhaps a, a younger view of, <laughs> of what we should be thinking about mm-hmm. uh, recruiting here to Bentonville or starting here in Bentonville as well. I thought that was really neat. Okay, for both of you, if Ignite was an option when you were in school, what career strand would you pursue? I know mine would be the culinary arts at Brightwater. Mm. Um, Maybe second on my list would be construction because I like hands-on out. I don't know how many, most of the times they're out on the ground building churches, doing something like that. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, there are so many opportunities that we never had in school and some schools still don't, but the high school experience is totally different than what it was. What about you, Teresa? I I knew she was going to say that. She, every time I invite her over to the culinary classes, she's right there. She never has a no for those. No, I'll be there. I'll be there. (laughs) And Uh, it's not just because I want to eat their food, right? No, no, she (laughs) is very intrigued by all the things that they learn. You know, I probably, when I was in school, I'd pick education and business. That, that was mm-hmm. the perfect crossover what I did. So I was in all the business classes at school, loved all of them, loved school in general, uh, which made me want to be a teacher as well. But I had this content area that I love. So when I was in school, I'd probably pick that. Now today, the thing that's intriguing me the most is aviation. Mm. And I don't necessarily see myself as a pilot. That seems a little scary and would be scary for a lot of people. But I love the energy there and maybe not the energy at a big airport. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the smaller ones where people, you know, fly their planes in. They're excited to get in them. They're going on a little trip. But then there's that safety factor. And so it's kind of a serious business, right? Yeah. And because it's a lot of safety to it. But that's the one that I am intrigued and always listening and trying to learn a little bit more about it. Yeah, you know, if if I had that opportunity, I think, gosh, people who know me would say, oh, so you'd choose healthcare and you'd choose business. And my answer is no, <laughs> because of aviation and the technology yeah. strand, mm-hmm. uh, I would pick those two and then it'd be a toss up. I guess there's crossover between them. So I'd probably go aviation and, and hang on to all the technology I can get in with it. Well, just think of the experience our kids have yeah. in 
they're sitting in their classroom, looking out the window and they see the planes taking off and landing mm-hmm. daily. Mm-hmm. And cool. um, while their their work is very technical and hard, mm-hmm. they want to be there. They're driven to do really hard work yeah. because they have a goal. That's amazing. Teresa, will you share a story about that shows the difference Ignite can make in the life of a student? Maybe to share the story of a student and how it made a difference. Okay, this is this is a tough one. We we've Good. had we've served over two thousand students now in Ignite, wow. and every one of them has a great story, a different story. They whether it's something that's driven them to the workforce, whether it's helped them make college decisions, which has, you know, there's so many things. But I'm going to tell the one I know. Dr. Jones likes the best. Okay. I mentioned uh, yeah. this one, I think, in a graduation speech oh, a couple of years. <laughs> if it's the Probably, same one. Uh, Jesus. Yes. So um, Jesus came to America from Mexico, and he couldn't speak any English. And he came a couple of years before he qualified for Ignite. And then he tried to get in his junior year, and he didn't get a seat. It's a very competitive program to be in. So he worked really hard, and he came back the next year and applied again. That, that, and that speaks a lot to us when you've been turned down the mm-hmm. first time and you come back and try again. That, that speaks volumes to us. And so he got into the program. He spoke broken English, but really very good English. Had a big dream of being a cardiologist. So it wasn't something minor. It was something major. Wow. Although we don't try to, to we, we try to open their eyes to so many things. We don't focus on one health position that you might want. But in the process of being in our program, he had an opportunity to do the rotations that go on in the hospitals. We're so fortunate that we get to do that. And while he was there, he met some doctors and, you know, they kind of knew who he was or busy and, but they, they got to visit with him just a little bit. And the next thing we know, this one particular doctor is track, trying to track him down, find out who is this young man? What was his, you know, I didn't really catch his name. But I was so impressed. And of course, he is Hispanic and she was Hispanic. And so she tracked him down and she came in and said, I want to work with you. I want to be your mentor. I want to help you through your college years before you go into medical school. I want to help you in that process. So he took advantage of every certification we offer. And we offer multiple ones. You don't just take a class. A lot of them Mm -hmm. are on your own. He did them all. He, He just proved himself over and over and over. And then he um, actually helped a teacher one time at his high school, not at Ignite, but at his high school, she had a a bleeding disorder and she cut herself and started really bleeding out bad. And he knew how to to do all the things that you need to do to stop the bleed and then had someone go down and get a nurse. And my goodness, he, he helped her. And I don't know if you'd call it save her life, but it was pretty significant what he did. The next thing we know, they're coming out, they're interviewing him. They came out and thanked him so much for helping her. So he just kept getting all of this confirmation about his work and what he did. He's now gone off to college. He is pursuing a pre-med degree. He stays in contact with us. He comes back and speaks to students about pursuing these things and overcoming a, a lot of obstacles because we do want every student to know they have the opportunity to do this. And we hope to see him, we're working on all these pieces, to see him go to the Alice Walton School of Medicine. It's going to be about the right timing. And uh, that's, that's our goal for him. It's all going to be tuition free. That's 
It's amazing. That it's is amazing. amazing. That's just one story, but I just, to come and not speak any English and then pursue something that is so technical, the words, the medical words they have mm-hmm. to use in there, so hard. So you're not just using English, but you're using all these ones in English we can't even pronounce half the time. So it's just another beautiful story about changing people's lives, about inspiring them and encouraging them and helping them. That's a lot of it is just helping them navigate this world of getting where they want to be. Wow. That, that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> that is so cool. Because not only did he have to learn English, but when you learn chemistry, that's a whole other language. You learn biology. That's a whole other language. You learn the language of medicine. That's a whole other language. Um, this is a really cool story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could just end the episode right there. Yeah. We'd be good. Uh, how do you see Ignite changing over the next few years? What do you see it evolving to? Well, I, you know, I, it, I'd have to really think about that because I, I have so many dreams. I, it's one of those things that keeps me up at night, just dreaming of really great things. It's going to grow. Our mm-hmm. district is growing. So there's no doubt it's got to keep up with the district. I see it. I know what we've been doing in the past and how we strategically think about career strands. We eliminate them if we don't see something really fruitful there. But then we're always kind of researching and looking at what you're doing things that you're doing, mm-hmm. people you're bringing in. And we, we start to have conversations about that. And just, it's kind of, we always, we have a lot of things we say in Ignite that are just as kind of our secret codes in, mm-hmm. in there with our teachers. But um, we start talking about it and things start happening. We don't know how that happens, but it just does. You know, when aviation, we all started realizing it's about to explode, right? When, Absolutely. And so now we know that there's a lot going on on I Street. There's things that they tell me I don't know. But there's things there that are, are going to be announced, <laughs> right? right? So well, we want to be ready and, and we want to be part of that pipeline. Now our conversations, I feel like we're uh, talking a lot about biotech, biomed, biomanufacturing. Mm-hmm. You know, well, where would that fit in for a place for a high school student? So you're, we're always kind of looking, how do we fit in yeah. to this big puzzle? And uh, we want to see Bentonville grow. And we understand about workforce and how if they don't have it, they don't come. So we want to be part of that solution and help provide some of that beginning training that might lead to the next training, or it might put them right into the workforce. We never know exactly what that looks like. Uh, there's, you know, we say a lot of on and off ramps to, to get really where you want to go. Wow. Well, I mean, you are a very important part to work uh, to economic development. You know, just a few years ago, and, and by the way, I, I haven't, my pure economic development experience really at least started a couple of years ago. But in talking with folks, as I understand it, you know, it was only a couple of years ago that when companies came to visit places that they were looking for two things. What's the cost of doing business here? And do you have somewhere I can put my business? And workforce came somewhere down the list, possibly third, maybe fourth. And now it is the almost the only thing that folks talk about. And, and now they're like, well, we'll figure these other things out, but we've got to have workers. And so what you're doing is extraordinarily important to economic development. And I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, you might have heard this morning when we had our chamber meeting. Yeah. And I emphasized, we are your workforce pop That's right. Please use us. Please connect with us. But it is the workforce that drives the program. And so the workforce will determine what our future programs are as well. That's right. 
That's that's great. Thank you so much. Um, Dr. Jones, what are a couple of other programs that you would like to highlight within Bentonville Schools? There are so many different exceptional areas, you know, um, some of the newest, the e-gaming, um, yeah. the orchestra programs, because we send so, so, yeah, <laughs> I saw money go up with the e-gaming. We have them throughout the schools and it's competitive and you yeah. can get college scholarships. Our, all of our fine arts programs are exceptional and kids go off to really fine art schools. They're prepared if that's what they want to do. Anything, here's the thing, it's so expansive. Whatever your child's interest is, we have the opportunity for that. If they don't know what that interest is, we'll inspire them. For example, when you go into the Ignite programs, here's what blows me away. I'll go into the medical program and say, hey, you're going to go on to be a doctor? And they will specify specifically what program, where they're going to school, what they're going to specialize in. And I'm like, I was just wondering if you're going into medical. <laughs> but there, it's because they've had the experience, all of these different reviews from Northwest to Mercy to the clinics. They know the field and they've created the network people everywhere I go, my husband has knee surgery. I'm like, Hey, do you have Ignat students? And he said, yes. And they are some of our best workers because they came up during COVID mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. helped with that. They come over over the holidays. And so they have those experiences and they're able to really target in on what their future looks like, which I think is so beneficial for families. So uh, to say we have it all, it says a lot. But that's our goal. That's our goal to really um, be on the cutting edge, whether it's biomedical. It doesn't matter if it's created or not. We don't operate from textbooks. We mm-hmm. operate from experiences, from entrepreneurs in the future um, and create those workers to be really successful in our pipeline. Well, you know, and this is this is how Bentonville thinks, right? Mm-hmm. Overall, with mm-hmm. everything. And this is one of the things that really attracted me and my family to to be here. And, and as I said it before, and I'm saying it again, I, I am so excited about the future for my son and should he have any uh, uh, siblings. It's, it's really unbelievable it's a great place. to have this opportunity. Teresa, can you talk about, you have mentioned some of the, the partners for Ignite. Could you talk about some more of the partners that uh, you have and how that's helped? Ignite. Oh gosh, they they are so important to this this whole ecosystem that we have and what we want to provide everyone. We have hundreds of wow. partners, literally, and um and some of them have been there since the day we started, and then some have come and gone and come back. And you know, you change leadership, you change something happens within there. You got to re-educate people on, on on how beneficial this is. Um, we, you know, we started with technology and so truly our champions were Walmart. Uh, they were, they had thousands of IT positions that they needed to fill. Mm -hmm. And so they wanted to come alongside us and help build that program. They have consistently been there the entire time. This year we had approximately 40 students working in IT areas, um, serving in internships. They were serving on all kinds of teams. So those students not only learn from some of the brightest minds on these teams, but they learn the operations of how, how do teams really work? Um, how do you code some of those things and new languages that they learn that they're maybe not going to learn in the classroom? Mm-hmm. And so that's so beneficial. The other ones that were have been there from the beginning is Mercy and Northwest with our health science students. 
They allow us to do rotations, just like a medical student through their hospitals. So our students see babies be born. They see heart surgeries. They're in the OR. Great, great partnerships there. It makes the program. I'm going to just be honest. It really does. But Bentonville schools, you know, we're, ra- we're growing our own as teachers and mm-hmm. we want them with the very best teachers, our students. And so they make sure that happens. And now we have this great new program where our students are graduating from high school, being plugged right into Bentonville schools and starting their retirement and everything. It's just, which is a whole nother, a whole nother story. But those, when I think back, I'm thinking about, gosh, Walmart even expanded past technology. They kind of started it, but now our global business students, we had 25 students um, serving in six different areas. So might've been the DEI area, might've been sustainability. So they're in all of these different areas, but along the way, there's those one and two people that they can take, Haribo. Mm-hmm. There's just been Arvest. I mean, there's just so many. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a long list. I'm kind of thinking about the ones that take a huge chunk of students and almost have made an entire internship program for our students. Yeah, that is so cool. And that's mm-hmm. really one of the biggest challenges with the success of the program is they invest so much time and energy in creating that link to the business. And then when that person leaves, they have to start all over. So if I could encourage companies, even if you're small, in fact, we're writing a handbook for the company, start an internship program that's sustainable. I wasn't a real believer that we would have a shortage of teachers because we have so many applicants, Mm -hmm. but I started seeing the national trend and that's when we started our education program and we are we are really developing our future teachers. They're very high achieving. They're trained as we would have them train. And I feel really secure about the future because mm-hmm. we have really amazing students that are going to make amazing teachers. I agree. And I feel like we're looking for those hard to fill areas. So we, in education, we have some areas that aren't as difficult to fill. And then we have some really challenging areas to fill. And so we're trying to educate them on those and see if they don't have a love for that type of work. And we're finding out they do. That's neat. You know, you mentioned small companies. I am thinking about to the end of last year, the the fuel accelerator, which brings in artificial intelligence, machine learning companies from around the world to spend a few weeks here or a few months here in Bentonville, sort of accelerating their businesses, getting connected to the business community here and, and building their business here. I mean, probably... 25 plus percent of those companies end up having some sort of presence in Bentonville afterwards. But uh, there was one company in particular last year that really tapped into some Ignite students, this company Pickle from uh, Long Beach, uh, Mm -hmm. California. And I I remember uh, Aussie uh, Cohen with that company was just ecstatic. He was always talking about how amazing his (laughs) Ignite students were. He's like, these are high school students. I can't believe they're that amazing. They are very professional. They're well-trained. It's free labor, Yeah, uh, but it really (laughs) does need to be good work for the kids. And Mm -hmm. they have that young perspective and every company needs that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm sure some of the students and, uh, perhaps parents out there would like to know a little bit more about you too. So let's jump between classes. Okay. (laughs) uh, And uh, explore another subject. For each of you, what does a perfect weekend in Bentonville look like? What do you like to do when you're not educating is what I'm really asking. 
You know, uh, for me, it's kind of hard to go on vacation because there are so many things to do in Bentonville. Mm -hmm. So the perfect Saturday for me, get up and do yoga downtown, stop and get a nice little healthy breakfast. Oh, you have to do farmer's market on Saturday. Date night, honestly, is to go to the skylight, have dinner. All the time. Stop (laughs) by, this is the Valentine's Day treat we discovered. Stop by Table Mesa get a big piece of cake, go home, eat cake, have a cup of coffee. Not the whole piece, of course. Save, <laughs> save the other half oh, for no, Sunday. <laughs> well, <laughs> and so that's a great day in Bentonville. There's so many other opportunities. 8th Street, uh, just great things to do. What about you, Teresa? Uh, I knew. She, see, why didn't I not get to answer that question first? She jumped on there it. There are a million we're, other things we're, to do. We're very much, we have a lot of things in common. Let's just put it that way. Um, so maybe not the yoga part early. I could do that later. Uh-huh. But uh, so I do love a Saturday morning to get up and I do live downtown. So I can just walk downtown and go have a cup of coffee and sit out at the farmer's market, really watch people. Yeah. I love to watch people, visit with people. You see people and all their dogs and you get to enjoy all of their animals and kind of just sit back and kick back in, in my morning time. Then um, I love a bike ride, a good bike ride. We typically like to go out to Pea Ridge and to mm-hmm. the military park. That it's kind of quiet, it's not as busy. We can ride it around. It's about six miles around, so we can kind of determine about like what's our day feel like. How, sure. how much? Now, I do have to tell you, I've changed a bit. You know, I used to be very athletic, and I loved to make everything extremely hard. And now, not so much. And, you know, that 41 years is, is catching up with me in education. And so I got my e-bike and I'm really enjoying that. So I get to, I can ride around the military park a lot more times because of my e-bike. And, and then I'm the same way. There's a good dinner and mm-hmm. there's multiple places. I, there's too many places to, I don't oh, have so a many. favorite because there's so many great ones. So you just kind of have to see what you're in the mood for and where you think you can get in mm-hmm. relatively easy. And then I'm a skylight person too. I love to just walk down to the movie theater and and enjoy that. But there's really multiple things. But I guess if I picked that, that's the kind of day that would be a normal day if there wasn't spe- something special going on that day. Uh, that's a fantastic day. I hear a lot of things that my wife and I do. And of course, <laughs> yeah. skylight as well. Absolutely love that place. I do too. How does Bentonville, and it sounds like part of the answer is there, but how does Bentonville help you and your families live your best lives? I can say um, that social piece, having friends, having a supportive network is linked with longevity. And we have that here. If you walk down, I don't care if it's First Friday or Farmer's Market, there are just all the city leaders are present Mm -hmm. and they reach out and we will help each other because we all, first of all, we all do want to be very inclusive. We welcome people here and we want everyone to be successful. And so I, I sense that in all the other city leaders too, from the visitors bureau to Alan Drano, everyone that's, that's a part of the community just wants to make the community better. So that's how they help me. They help with the job, but they also would do anything in your personal life to assist. So mm-hmm. I think we have a really strong network. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I come from a very big city. Uh, well, I should say very big. It's Tulsa, but it's okay. a much more dangerous city, I feel like. I love the safety aspect. I, it, I don't mind going to Walmart at nine o'clock at night. I don't really think much about it. Maybe I should, but I don't. 
So I feel like we don't feel like, well, you can't go over there and you can't go over there and you can't go over there. So I love the safety aspect of how Bentonville feels. And um, of course, I love the outdoors. I always have. And I like, and I want to be outdoors as much as I can. And so I appreciate all the people that put out outdoor eating and we can go just enjoy that and sit back and relax. And of course, biking and hiking and, and the trail just, I mean, it's just endless. You, you never run out of things to do. And then I, I have to admit that I am very, school is very important to me. My job is very important to me. My work environment is very important to me. And when I get to look forward to every day going to a job that I love to do with people I love to be with, uh, that's an important part of my life. And uh, so that's something I'm going to really miss. Yeah, I, that I'll tell you, I just, I too just love every day working mm -hmm. and doing the tiny part that I do in helping build this place. Uh, it's just easy to do. First of all, as an economic developer, you couldn't find an easier product to sell. I agree. So just start there. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's a fantastic place to live. And so uh, in that vein, what's the most important thing that you feel that people outside Bentonville should know about our city? It's the people. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. So we moved up from another larger city and we were um, setting up the home for the first time. And everywhere we went, my, we noticed how nice the service workers were mm -hmm. from everywhere. And we went to Walmart down the street and my husband said, they're only nice because their home office is down the street and they're afraid their <laughs> boss is going to come in. <laughs> and, and so we went to the next door and I'm like, well, you think their home office is here too? It's the people. There is such a difference in just the fr genuine friendliness of the people here. And so that's, that's it for me. It makes the place. It does. I feel like everyone feels welcome here. And I feel like they're trying to provide something for everyone. Uh, when you think about all the parks they're putting in and all the recreation things that they're doing and all the restaurants, you just start, start to see those scenes, the art. I mean, there's, I feel like maybe there's something that's not here, but I feel like there's something for everyone. And, um, and I agree with that friendliness. And of course, Bentonville Schools, I moved here from Tulsa. So Bentonville Schools was really the, all the first people I met. And I did the same thing. I went and I was like, really, is everyone so nice here? <laughs> it it's Chick-fil-A. It um, yeah. It's our pleasure. Uh, and all of our people are really that genuinely nice. Mm -hmm. They are. I try to out-nice uh, some people here. And, and to your point, I, I go into Walmart and I really try to out-nice the people in Walmart. And I can't do it. <laughs> no, good luck. It's, it's unbelievable. But at, at every level, uh, try to out-nice people. And even when you go through a drive through here, there's something that really irritates me about going through drive throughs everywhere. And here I haven't felt it mm -hmm. is mm. when they ask, how are you? And then they just launch right into the next <laughs> thing. They don't actually mean it. And here, I mean, I've had folks at drive through stop me and talk to me for know, a moment. I'm like, thinking, and I there's people say, behind me and nobody behind me is talking. So nobody cares. Yeah, I know. And I say, and how are you? And they said, oh, wonderful. Thank you for asking. That's yeah. their response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, okay. Before we start the final exam, uh -huh. if somebody wants to reach either of you or learn more about Bentonville Schools, how do they do that? And Ignite, how do they do that? If they start by going to the Bentonville Schools webpage, mm -hmm. we're all there. Um, you can contact us through email, call us on the phone. We still answer those. 
Yep. <laughs> um, and so uh, that's where they can reach us best. Perfect. Okay, your final exam. Okay. I have a, a few questions, some random, some not so random, that I think your students will really be interested in hearing the answers <laughs> oh, to. No. And I hope we have enough time to uh, get through each one, taking a quick glance at the clock there. What would students most be surprised to learn about each of you? Hmm. About me? Do I have to go first on this? <laughs> I know. Well, I, I think, first of all, they might be surprised I was actually a teenager. <laughs> and I actually might have made some of the same mistakes that they did. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because all they do is see me in this. And, and I used to be pretty cool. You know, I drove cool cars, drove a motorcycle to school even, wow. you know. And so they might be surprised that I might understand a little bit about some of the things they go through. Nice. I, well, since they see me in suits most <laughs> of the time, they might might be surprised that I don't wear heels and suits all the time, that I like a good pair <laughs> of holy jeans. I can't wear them out of the house, but I love them. <laughs> she won't let us wear them to work. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know, we're all normal people too, we are. right? Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. it, I grew up with, well, in the 80s. So try to picture <laughs> mullet. Yes. Oh, okay. Hair oh, mullet. Most of the way down I my can back. Picture it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway. Um, that might be coming back. I've noticed (laughs) it seems to be coming back in some places. Uh, I may listen to my radio too loud and it's (laughs) ACDC. I know ACDC. Yeah, absolutely. So what's been the, Teresa, what's your your favorite subject? What was your favorite subject in school? Well, I might've mentioned this earlier. Literally, I loved every business subject. So I'm a business driven girl. I think business, Mm -hmm. even though I'm in education, there's still all that marketing and that analysis and how do we speak and how do we go meet people and just all of the things that go on in business. And I almost changed my major uh, wow. in, but I do have a degree in business administration with my major in business education. So um, every subject now, I don't want to tell you what those are <laughs> because they're obsolete. <laughs> we totally don't teach those okay. anymore in school. <laughs> totally okay. Putting most the of what little we floppy disk yeah. in the computer. Yes. Oh, oh no. Well, that, that was more like college. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember when um, you could back things up to a cassette tape. I was talking to a Gen Zer the other day, and that blew them away. That wait, wait, you what? At first, what's a cassette tape? Yes, right. But they, they kind of knew what a cassette tape was because they had seen pictures and so on. They're like, how how would that even work? He <laughs> <laughs> said, not real well. Not, not no, real yeah, well. Um, break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My my computer had uh, 20k of memory. Mm-hmm. No, that was it. There was no RAM. There was not. It was just 20k of memory. Period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Jones, what career would you adopt if you were not in education? What career would I adopt? I'd be a yoga instructor. No <laughs> stress. No stress. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. That's a good life. Okay, two more questions. Uh-huh. Uh, what's your favorite for each of you? What is your favorite story from growing up that has to do with school? Oh, oh I can tell you mine. Um, growing up, I had this family and consumer science teacher, uh, Miss Ewing, and she was older, what she thought was older, and she learned she was pregnant and she was horrified (laughs) and crying. And I was her FHA president or whatever. And she sat down at the table with me and she was crying, but just talk to me. It built that relationship. 
that's the essence of teaching. A good mm. teacher is they they have a relationship with their students. They care. Uh, they can they let the students see them as real people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we have a whole crew of in Bentonville schools. They they're there to build relationships with kids. Well, can I admit I wasn't the best student? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was the best okay. student. I think she was the best student because I've seen her pictures with her glasses and her studious look. We've seen that several times. I'm teasing. Um, but, you know, I was very social at, uh, in school. And so some of my best memories are just the social things that we did, maybe a little bit more than the classroom things that okay. we did, even though you wouldn't yeah. maybe know that about me now. But I think about the opportunities, though, um, of kind of serving in leadership positions. So even though I wasn't one of the best students, people liked me. So I would get some of these leadership positions. And, uh, I mean, you know, think about sixth grade when you were safety patrol. Mm-hmm. How important you felt. Oh, yes. <laughs> How Did you have safety patrol at your school? I, I, I didn't, oh, but I could tell. But do you know what they are? You know, could, like oh, yeah, you, yeah. you got oh. to put on that badge. Oh, did we have safety you, patrol? Yes, yes, do you we still, had that. Do you still have I your sash? I never served in that No, I think we had to turn I them think, in. Oh, I'm sure they, they probably didn't have enough money to buy everyone <laughs> them every year. You had oh, to you should totally be able to keep yeah. those. <laughs> you know, so I think back about things like that, especially when I have I have grandchildren now and to make such a big deal out of the, now that it seems so little kind uh-huh. of in your mind, but to them, it's such a big deal. And so kind of keep talking about that, like how special that is that they got chosen to, to do those things yeah. and really, um, you know, leading organizations and clubs and um, how much I enjoyed that. And so those are my best memories, maybe not as much as of a teacher, but more of that social and leadership in school. Oh, those are great memories though. Well done, both of you. Okay, I've got one last question. What should I have asked you that I did not ask? What's a story that really sums up the essence of Bentonville schools? That's okay, a question that you should have. that is a great question. What is a story that really there sums are, up the essence are. of Bentonville schools? <laughs> <laughs> there are so many, but I think of one student, and it's, this was a couple of years ago and he moved in um, I think from London, James Quirk, uh, a high achiever, and he could have gone to anywhere. And um, he took seven AP exams, six AP classes. He scored perfect. Do you know how hard it is to score perfect on, a, on six of those seven AP exams? He's now in the London School of Business, but that's the essence is you can, if you want to be a top student, that opportunities there. And we asked him, why did you choose Bentonville schools? And he said, I wanted the full high school experience. I wanted the big stadium. I wanted football games. I wanted to hear the band. I wanted to see the ROTC. I wanted all the clubs. And I don't think he had that previously. And he got the full experience here. And that's what Bentonville schools is really all about. It's a full experience. That's awesome. You know, it just occurred to me and I had to go back in my notes that I totally skipped the trademark question of this show. And so you just helped me out because I think we can call that a hashtag because Bittenville right, story. I think so. Okay. So that means, Teresa, we get to wrap up the show with you telling <laughs> oh. a hashtag because Bittenville story. And that a story that story is something that could only happen in Bentonville, or it describes the essence of Bentonville. 
going to have to think about that for just a second. Um, there is so much about Bentonville that I don't know if you can experience anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you come to a place where there's such an investment on making everyone feel welcome? Well, let me put it this way. When I came here, first of all, I thought Walmart was just a place to shop for good prices. I had no idea the investment they make all over the United States, probably the world. I'm more focused on some of their more local things, but I, I they just are involved. They've come to our school and seen what our school is. I feel like every element matters to people in this in, in Bentonville. I was thinking the other day, I, I, again, I, I came from Tulsa. I probably never met a mayor while I was there. Mm. I met few legislators. When you come here, it's like everyone wants to be a part of everything. The mayor wants to be a part of what is happening and shows up at every, all, so many events. I don't even know how she does it. It's like Dr. Jones. Sometimes I just like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know how you make all of these events. But then just that everyone cares about everything and they want all of it to be good. Uh, So I feel like that's just the essence of Bentonville is that we're all in it together and we all are looking for excellence in everything we do. And we're proud, really proud to live here. That is a perfect way to wrap up this show. Thank you both for spending your time with me and with the Bentonville Beacon audience. Uh, You know, like I said at the top of the show, I really admire you and the work that you both do. And you're such an important, like the leading effort in workforce development, starting people from the start, uh, which is such an important part of economic development. I really appreciate that and what you're doing to help build and grow this city. It's our pleasure. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, James. Thank you to our uh, Bentonville Beacon audience as well. You know, without you, this show would not be possible. So to build on the show's success, I have a couple of favors. One is, will you take a moment to share the Bentonville Beacon on social media or however you'd like with your friends and colleagues around the world? And then keep coming back to learn more about Bentonville's leaders and their businesses and more about Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. For all of our episodes, check them out at bentonvillebeacon.com. And finally, hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player if you're listening that way, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon Podcast. We hope to see you next week.